Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. As you can see, we're once again on location here in Casa de Kristen. Thank God that he was able to get me here safely. As many of you know, we're in something of a coronavirus lockdown, so we don't get to shoot as many episodes as we'd like together. And, and you can see that we do it from our remote studios usually. But tonight, we've been blessed to be able to come together. In a few minutes, Kristen's going to pray for you and pray along with you. And, and I certainly encourage you to join her. That's part of the purpose of this show But before we get to that, I want to talk about how faith comes by hearing. Now, last night we did a whole thing on faith, okay? And I said, you know, we walk by faith and not by sight. But that begs the question, how do we accomplish faith? Is it through our own works? Not really. Faith has to come by God. But what the Bible says is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's very critical. When we think about hearing from God, a lot of people think it's something that's inaccessible. That's something that's just for like the Old Testament prophets and and people like Moses who would hear God in the burning bush. Or it's something you see on TV and you hear this booming voice. And I've explained to you in in previous episodes that that's not really it. We talk about, you know, the Holy Spirit speaks to you through grumblings, kind of feelings inside. Okay. But what Paul is saying here in Romans is you develop your faith by hearing and you hear through the word of God, which means you actually have to read the Bible. When when you're reading the Bible, God will show things to you. And what's pretty amazing is you can read the same verse 10 times over the course of a year and you get one thing out of it. And then one day you read it and all of a sudden you see something you never realized before from it. Okay, That's what we mean by faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. There's really just no way around it. You have to immerse yourself in scripture or else it's pretty much not going to happen. But if you do, the good news is you don't have to be an Old Testament prophet. This is really for anybody. God wants to speak with you. Again, not through some you know, audible voice. You hear these people, they talk about how they had these prophetic dreams. I mean, if that happens, that's great. But what you really need to be doing is immersing yourself in scripture and allowing God to use that to talk to you. Now, Confession time. That is something that I was not great about because for a long time I would just read the Bible and think this is the most boring thing. And even the por- even the parts that are, I think, more intellectually profound, you know, like some of Paul's letters and things like that. I mean, they were interesting, but they certainly weren't page turners. And and the gospel, the way it's written, you know, it's it's got some interesting parables in it and things like that. But it's it's not written like a novel. And in fact, when you think about it, the fact that the Bible really isn't written in the way we'd expect literature to be written speaks to the truth of it, because it's the best-selling book of all time, and yet it's written in very stilted language, and, and a lot of it is structured kind of strange. One of the, the worst things we do, actually, is with a new believer or with someone we're trying to convert is just give them a Bible and tell them to go read it. Because like, you're going to get to the book of Numbers or something, which is literally just a census, and people are going to be saying, what in the world am I supposed to get out of this? You know, it's it's kind of a hard book to crack for a beginner. So here's what I did, okay? 
I downloaded what's called the Through the Word app. And I, this is not something I'm affiliated with. I don't make any money from telling you this. All right. There are all kinds of apps you can get for your phone or your iPad or something like that, which just basically does daily devotionals. Now, what I like about Through the Word is they'll take a book of the Bible and just go through one verse every week and, and really teach about that verse. They give you different lesson plans. So if you're interested, for example, in learning how to trust God more. They might have a series of lessons like that, um, uh, different Bible verses, and you go through it over the course of a month or sometimes as many as, I think, three months, and you just do it every morning. Again, these are bite-sized pieces, okay? So maybe maybe the lecture is seven or eight minutes. Maybe the actual verse itself is four or five minutes, and it reads it to you, okay? So it, it's, it's not something that's intimidating, and it's not something where you've got this, like, 2,000-page book, and you're like, what am I, which part am I supposed to read today? It's very simple. If you use an app like the Through the Word app, it'll help you get through it. And it's, it's like I said, it's divided by subject matter. So whatever you want to bring to God, okay, you simply look, look for the subject matter and it'll lay out a lesson plan for you. And, and that's how really, that's how I've been able to stay disciplined. That's how I'm able to get up every morning when I'm kind of groggy and I just tur- you know, turn the iPad on. I say, okay, now's a good time for someone to just read the Bible to me and explain what it means. All right. That's a lot easier for someone like me than just opening up to a random page and saying, all right, God, uh, here I am in the book of Micah. Uh, tell me something today because who really, who really knows what's going to happen. All right. So the point is simply this. If you want to develop your faith, there is no substitute to reading the Word of God. There is no substitute to immersing yourself in the Bible every day, but it's not a chore. Okay, like I said, if you can if you can get an app like that, and there are many others, the Bible app on your phone has a bunch of different lesson plans you can download. Really, I think hundreds of them you can download. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but that's really what you need to be doing. And if you do that, then you will hear from God, and that will develop your faith, and that will guide your walk through this life. All right, so that's my message for you today. Faith comes by hearing and hearing through the Word of God. All right? All right. Krista, my love. Yes. Good so to actually... Did, yes, You did ahead. the lottery method, too. I used to do that, too. Like, okay, God, what should I read today? And then just pick up... Yeah, just, oh, that sentence. Oh, that can't be for me. Or, right? or the other thing I did, <laughs> and, and not that this is useless, but I, I had one of those Bibles that you would get through the whole Bible in one year and show yes, you how many... I did that, too. And it's like, that's... That's fine. You forget what you read. Like you forget what you read, and it there's not like a common theme. And so if 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 you want to know, for example, how how do I how do I conquer anxiety? Well, opening up to a random page in the Bible is not going to perhaps be the most effective way of doing that. That's true. Okay, but there are all sorts of lesson plans in the Bible app and the Through the Word app that are specific, and you go to that and it'll say, okay, let's go let's go talk about this verse here. All right, and it'll kind of explain it to you and teach it to you. And and this is really, you know, the age we're living in, the age of technology where people even 10 years ago, five years ago, didn't have stuff like this. We have a huge advantage, and so we're without excuse. But And, and look at our ministry. Thanks to yeah. technology, we're able to speak to, you know, we have now 20,000 followers, people throughout the entire world tune into every episode. So we're in an age where thanks to technology, we don't really have an excuse. And it really, it really can accelerate our growth in a way that, that previous generations didn't have. Yeah, I'm always reminded of, I've seen so many, those pictures of when people have been able to get their hands on a Bible. And like you say, now with technology, if you're certainly if you're watching this, then you probably can get, uh, have the technology to get uh, Bible verses online, since that's the, mm-hmm. how we're communicating. But um, it always spoke to me, 
of like, if I'm not willing to open my Bible and I see these other people in uh, whatever country or whatever place that are getting Bibles and they're literally kissing the Bible because they're so excited to get a Bible, Mm -hmm. it's very convicting. Like, I need to be reading my Bible, (laughs) you know? You know, the thing is, and I don't mean to, I know this is your prayer time, I don't mean to cut you off, but one of the things I've learned is that there's no such thing as one size fits all Christianity in the sense that different people learn differently. There are some people who want to sit and listen to a sermon for an hour. And as you know, that was never me, which is why, (laughs) seriously, I I noticed there is is a market, I think, for people like me who just want the two to five minute quick lesson plans. That's my attention span. So that's why I do these things. And, you know, the Bible is the same way. There are people who will just sit down and they'll just plow through it from page one to page whatever, 2,000, just like that. And that works for them. That's fine. But there are other people like me and and I think many others who say, all right, I have this specific need. How do I address yes. that? And they just want to get right to it. So that's that's my point. But the that's point right. is, no matter how you do it, there's really just no substitute for doing it. Yeah, you can't right. you can't right. not do it and expect to grow. And for a long time, really even before I met you, that's kind of what I was doing. And it's 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 kind of like a, a car that has a V8 engine and it's running on like one or two cylinders. Yeah. That you really need if you're not reading the Bible, then you're not you're not going to accelerate properly. I don't know a lot about cars, but I do know what that means. Okay, good. All right. You want to start your prayer? <laughs> yes. Okay. Pray for all, all – and we encourage you to join Kristen in this prayer. Yes, Go ahead. Absolutely. So, oh, Lord, I just feel like just based on what Jordan was saying about hearing, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word. And definitely the word and in prayer and praise. And God, through, through prayer – I'm just sensing that there is like so much, I think I said a couple of days ago or maybe even last night, that you're doing a new thing. Mm. And we don't want to miss it. You know, there's things that you're doing, opportunities. I heard um, someone say, no opportunities are ever lost if you, they will be passed on to someone else. You, you, you know, in other words, um, we can miss opportunities sometimes um, because we're not tuned in. God, you will never let us miss you and what you're up to if we're honed in to you, if we're honed into what you're saying. God, I feel like a, a radio station. We all need to tune in because you're doing something and we want to be a part of it, Lord. A lot of times we look at it as, oh, God, are you, come on, are you going to do something? Are you going to do something with this? And instead, it's like you're doing something and we need to jump on board to what you're doing. You're you're doing something underneath the surface, behind the scenes today, this moment. You're doing something. And I I want to hear your voice so much clearer than I do now. And I feel like I hear your voice, but I just want to hear it crystal crystal clear. And I want that for my brothers and sisters listening to this and their families. We want to hear because you've got something for every single person listening in their life. You have a destiny, a unique destiny. Every single person listening has a unique fingerprint that only you put there and a unique fingerprint not just physically but a spiritual DNA that only you have have put them there for them to obtain and, and, and opportunities and purposes and destiny, God. So we are asking you to download what, what you're up to, what you're doing. And more than that, we just want to be with you and, and experience and sit at your feet and hear what you have to say. God, this world, more than ever, technology is great and all these things are wonderful, but more than ever, uh, our attention span is lost to lesser things. And it's just mm. sights and sounds are all around us, God. And it's so hard just for one second just to concentrate on you. 
But God, I pray that we would have the sustaining grace to concentrate on you and listen to what you have to say because you're doing something. You're making that way in the desert. You're doing something, God, beneath the surface. We don't want to miss it. I feel like there's an urgency. I feel like there's an urgency. You know, the Bible says that my old, the old men and the old and the old women and the young men and the young women shall dream dreams and prophesy. And I know that there's a lot of people out there right now that God is saying to you, look, I have so much more for you. I have, I, there's so much. You might, you might have the gift of prophecy in, in you and you're not exercising it fully. Maybe you have discernment. You have all these giftings, the gift of healing. God wants to, to just ignite that in you. you. It's not meant to lay dormant. The time for us is to rise up right now. Right now, I just pray against any counterfeit spirit. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, it, it's in places where I don't think it's necessarily the enemy uses it as an opportunity. I don't, I don't think necessarily that it's uh, meant to be malicious or against the Lord. But nevertheless, it's a very real thing, and and it's in churches and it's in places and and in books and people who are just saying things, frankly, that are not centered on Jesus and the Word of God. And we, we know, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, we know if it's, it's, if it's centered on you, that's what we want, God. No, you say you will have no other gods before me. We, God, we do not want any other gods before you. And that's including in church and other places. God, we want you. We are after you, God. We are like the woman who held on to the hem of your garment. Lord, we are just reaching out for you. God, that's what we're concentrating on. That's what we want. I pray for a wave, a new wave over this entire world, the blanket of your truth, the counterfeit spirit to be broken over your people, God, and and the veil to be lifted and the veil to be torn just like it was on Calvary, Lord, that people would see you as you really are, God, that we would know you. You are not a man that you should lie, Lord, that we would know you in your truth, God, God, that we would want to serve you and want to do the things that you called us to, God. And God, that we would not have, grow spiritually apathetic and just say, well, I'll just let someone else do that or I'll, you know, I don't, or, or, or have these thoughts that you don't love us or you don't care for us, God. May you woo us in so that all, just like Paul said, fixing our eyes, may we fix our eyes on you, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, Lord. May we praise you all of our days and may, may everything that has breath praise the Lord. And for I, I just feel led to say, Lord, break the false prophets mm. right now. Any, any, any person, any movement that is trying to rear its head and say that it's you and it's not of you and trying to lure people, um, innocent people, your innocent sheep or people who are looking for truth and they get lured in. Right now, I pray that you expose the false prophets. Lord, sometimes these messages need to be said. Lord, we want prayers that are that are certainly, uh, and this is a, meant to be an uplifting prayer, but sometimes you want to speak something else, Lord, and I'm just your servant ready to speak it. So God, I pray, and I pray that your truth would not be silenced. That when people try to uh, say your truth, that the enemy trying to silence it, wherever it comes out of whatever channel, that the enemy will not be able to prevail, that your truth would be spread, your truth would grow, grow, go forth, Lord, to the nations. Lord, you would shine, shine brightly, shine brightly throughout the nations, God, with your hope, 
with your peace, with your joy, with your truth, Lord, we lift you up. No other thing, no other gods, no other false prophets or false teachers or anything that is uh, watered down Christianity or, or gray lines or, or pushing the line in any way or, or just letting a little bit in uh, into your beautiful temple. Uh, we, we do not let anything in that is not of you. We do not let that in into our believers. We protect. May I, my brothers and sisters, we are called to protect each other. You, I, I, this word is for somebody. You've been feeling like you don't want to say anything because you don't want to get in the way. You feel like you're a nice person and you don't want to say something to somebody. But let me tell you, sister, you've been called to protect that person. So in love, you need to say what God is telling you to say. Okay? Um, and I just pray, God, your spirit would go forth in truth. Lord, we give you the honor, glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Wow. Great prayer. My goodness. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez, good for you. All right. Well, look, guys, we got some uh, specific individuals we want to pray for tonight. And I got to tell you, some of these prayers are pretty heavy. Yes. So, you know, really get your full armor of God on here. Um, this is no joke, some of this stuff. Yeah. All right. Our friend Abraham's son, Abrahamson, says, pray with me. I need peace and breakthrough. Blessings to you. My real name, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, is Kayondo from Rwanda, East Africa. Rwanda, as you know, because yeah. Kristen, believe it or not, studied uh, African. Yeah, my minor was uh, poli-sci and had African politics class. Out, so yeah. you know that Rwanda is a really like the war-torn Hutus area. and the Tutsis. Right. So, Abramson, we certainly pray with you for breakthrough and blessings, but also for peace for your country. Yes. And that you become a great missionary for Christ in that country, in Jesus' name. Yes. Perla says, my prayer request is I hope I can donate a small amount of money for our church building. Well, any nice. small amount counts. I remember the woman who gave, what was it, the equivalent of like half a penny. Yeah. And Jesus said, this person's given more than anybody That's else because right. she gave all she had. That's so right. Perla, whatever amount you have, I'm sure God would honor it. That's wonderful. And we pray that this building is built. Yes. That the money is not only there for this church to build this building, but for this church to be able to plant seeds for other churches to build buildings as well in Jesus' name. Yes. All right, this is kind of a sad one. They're all sad, but in their own way. But Carla says, hello, Jordan and Kristen. My name is, I'll just say Carla. I'm from Argentina. I'm writing to you to pray for me and my, I guess, boyfriend or husband, Luis. I would like him and me to love each other more as we used to. I would like him to stay longer at home and be more kind to me. Mm. We're a little separated. I would love us to be in love again, to spend more time together, and to travel together. That's it. I appreciate your attention to my request. Well, mm. Carla, the Bible describes God as the lover of your soul. Yes. So, number one, I pray that you completely feel God's love Yes. at this time. Number two, I pray in Jesus' name for restoration. Yes, if, you, if you guys are husband and wife, I pray that God preserves this marriage, yeah. especially if you have children. I don't know. I pray for you guys to fall in love all over again yes. and to just to be the example of a perfect couple. And I don't mean to brag, and I'm this isn't bragging. I, I don't do that. I'm just trying to share with you something that was helpful to me. Okay. When Kristen and I first started seeing each other, on one of our first dates, we just decided that we wanted to be the greatest romance of all time. Now, who says stuff like that? I mean, there are billions of people on this earth, and, and you know, human societies existed for God only knows how long. But... What we decided was we want to shoot for the top, and why not us? And so, Carla, my prayer for you is 
not only will you be reunited with Louise, if in fact that's what God wants, but that you have the greatest romance of all time, and one where morning, noon, and night, you just dedicate your romance to God. Now, what Kristen and I do, and this is no joke, I can do a whole sermon on this, but every single morning I wake up, and my first phone calls to her, and we pray together over the phone, okay? I'll send her a me- I'll send her messages throughout the day. She sends me he's some great. as well. He's, he's really great. Then we do this at night, and when we're done doing this, we pray with each other again over the phone before we go to bed. When I come to her house, she lives about an hour and 10 minutes from me. As I get off the highway into her town, I still have, a, still have about a 10-minute drive, and I'll call her, and I'll say, Kristen, I'm in your town now. Pray me in. So we pretty much pray without ceasing, and that's what you want to do. I mean— you can't be one foot in, one foot out. If you're this committed to it, this is how you have to do it, all right? And and what you'll find is it's not a chore, that you find that you, you look forward to those times like yes, I do, yeah. okay? Christine, one of our regulars, says, please pray for the food pantries. We pray for those yes. pantries that they are yes. full. That's and right. not just the food pantries for, you know, the, like the welfare services. That That's not what I mean. That's pro- probably what she means. But I pray that everybody's food pantry at home is full, that mm-hmm. you guys have an abundance of food, that you don't have any shortages in Jesus' name. Yeah. I didn't tell you this. Another prayer here. One of my friends from the prosecutor's office, his father, now he just lost his mother a few years ago. His father's a doctor and just came down with the coronavirus from having treated people. Yeah. And he's in bad shape and he needs uh, like antibody treatment. Mm. And so in Jesus' name, we pray that, God, he yes. is just healed completely from head to yes, toe God. and he's able to go out and continue practicing medicine and healing other people yes, in sir. Jesus' name. John simply says, please, pr- please pray for me. John will certainly do that. We, we are agreeing with you in prayer for whatever it is uh, God has put on your heart for whatever needs you might have. And Ken basically says, good evening, please add me to your prayer list. Thank you. So Ken, same to you. We're praying for you and your whole family and all of yes. your loved ones that God will do a great miracle in your life in Jesus' name. Agbo says, please pray for me. I am in debt and people are after my life. Okay, Agbo, sounds like you got yourself into a bit of a pickle here. Um, So, Father God, in Jesus' name, your word says, when a man's ways are pleasing to to the Lord, you maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So, I pray that Agbo's ways are pleasing to you, that you, you just extinguish the anger of his enemies so they don't kill him. And you figure out a way to cancel these debts in Jesus' name. Please pray, everybody, for Agbo that God will just protect him and give him supernatural provision. David says, I need your help in prayers. Please, Jordan and Kristen, pray for me and my family. David, we pray for you and your whole family in Jesus' name that you guys have an abundance of all good things. Permelia, I hope the whole world needs a prayer, including our friends and family. Let's pray for the nations to save them on a, on this day. From this deadly disease. From this hate. deadly disease. All right, and again, we get a lot of these that are in foreign languages, so sometimes these don't translate correctly. But All right, Pamelia, we, we are joining you in prayer, yeah. absolutely. And this next person here, David, a different David, said, Blessed afternoon. My prayer request is a quick recovery. I've been sick with gout and arthritis for a week now. Thank you. Thanks and God bless. In Jesus' name, we pray that David's full body conforms to the perfect will of God. We pray for an end to that arthritis, Mm -hmm. an end to that gout in Jesus' name. By the way, David, I've had uh, been afflicted in the past with some pain in my joints. What you might want to do is eat a lot of omega-3s. 
uh, lots of nuts and things like that. That really helps a lot. It'll calm your um, immune system down. Gretel, I'm, uh, please, I'm sending my request to pray for my daughter with heart disease. Her name is Linta. In Jesus' name, we pray for Linta, yes. and we cancel this assignment. We pray that, uh, God, your word says, I think, was it David created, said, Create in me a clean heart, O yes. God, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Yes, we Lord. pray that your daughter Linta is given a clean heart in yes, Jesus' God. name. Okawande says he needs financial breakthrough. Okawande, in Jesus' name, we pray that God, through his abundance, mm. will bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. All right, just a few more. Totalang says, Amen. My prayer request is for restoration in my marriage. I trust God completely. I ask that he makes me stronger in faith and sin-free in the name of Jesus. Trust is the first step. Yes. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. and Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. One of the first sermons I actually did in, in this podcast that we do is, I, I said to people, you know, a lot of times we try to understand what's going on, but God doesn't want us to understand. Mm. He wants us to not understand and to trust him. Yes. So to, uh, Tolang, I, I apologize if I'm, if I'm not saying your name correctly. You're already ahead of the curve here. Yeah. Trust is the first step in God. I know you're going to honor her trust. We pray for supernatural restoration of her marriage. We pray that you bless her with the gift of faith. Again, Listen to what I said this morning, or at the beginning of this service, I should say, faith comes by hearing, so get into the word. We pray that she lives a sin-free life in Jesus' name. Amen. Debbie says, please pray for my grandson, Mikey, who lost his girlfriend in a car accident, mm. and then his best friend died of a heart problem. Mm. Well, Father God, we know, and we've spoken about this, that the Christian life is not one that is necessarily free from sorrow. It's not free from pain. It's not free from bumps in the road. But God, we know that you comfort the brokenhearted. So first of all, I pray that you're with Mikey and the family of his girlfriend, the family of his friend of his who died from a heart problem, and you comfort him. But God, times like this, more than that, times like this are times when people a lot of times can choose to either turn away from God and be resentful or turn to you and ask for help. And we pray that that Mikey turns to you and that you turn your face to him in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Bilal says, pray for me and my wife because we have no baby. And then he follows this with a bunch, like 10 emoticons of someone mm. crying. He's This is somewhat, something that's heavy on his heart. Mm. Bilal, in Jesus' name, we pray that God opens up your wife's womb and that he blesses you with a child and that the child is perfectly healthy. And something I said to someone last night who prayed for the same thing, I said, you have to remember the story of Samuel's parents. Mm-hmm. Samuel's parents couldn't have a child either. And finally, they, they decided they would dedicate that child to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so God honored that. And so what I recommend you do is I recommend that when you pray that you, you dedicate your baby to the Lord in Jesus' name. I'm going to tell you to do one other thing, actually. I'm just feeling to do this. I think you should get ready for your baby. What I would do is I would go out and I would buy a bottle, mm-hmm. a baby bottle. And I want you to keep it somewhere like on your nightstand or something. And every night I want you to look at that bottle and I want you to thank God that your baby is on the way. Seriously, let mm-hmm. that be a constant reminder. When, you know, um, Chris and I are believing God for a new house and I have, I'll show you actually. Hold on. If you can see this, I have my keychain here, Okay. And you can see I have part of my keychain is a little itsy bitsy house. And so when I pick up my keys in the morning, I say, God, thank you 
for my new house that's on its way. We're going to put the keys right on it. And I say, God, I know that house is coming. I know you have it for me, and I just want to thank you. So I want you to do the same thing. Go get yourself a baby bottle or something like that, a pacifier or something, and, every, and put it by your nightstand. And every night and every day when you look at it, I, I want you to thank God that your baby is on his way or her way, mm, as it were. Good advice. Manchili says, pray at world. Okay? I, get, I know what that means. We pray for the whole world. We pray for an end to poverty. We pray for an end to diseases. We pray for an end to wars. We pray for an end to racism mm-hmm. and hatred and division. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please pray for my family, says Peter, and all the persons in my country of Nicaragua. Peter, I'm going to charge you with praying for all the people in Nicaragua. In Jesus' name. We pray for you and we pray for Nicaragua, but your new assignment now, okay, is you are going to pray for Nicaragua. In fact, when Jesus uh, took his disciple, whose name I think was first Simon, he changed his name to Peter, and he said, because Peter means rock, and on this rock I will build my church. So, Peter, you, in Jesus' name, I declare, you are going to be Nicaragua's rock, okay? And you are going to pray for Nicaragua every day and night in Jesus' name. That's good. All right, one more. This is another sad one. This is Nalini. She says, I lost my daughter, and I also lost my hair about eight years ago. So now please pray for me. I'm going through a lot, also in my marriage. Please pray that the Lord will send someone in my life to take care of me. I don't have any family members, just me alone. Everybody's gone home and, and has left me. God, your word says you're a father to the fatherless. I believe you're also a husband to the woman who's been abandoned. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who is just completely broken. But I know that brokenness is next to godliness. God, there's a, this woman has a lot of voids in her life. And number one, I'm going to ask that you fill them. Yes. But number two, you know, you don't put us on this earth in isolation. No. We're designed to interact with people. We're designed yes. to be with other people and to lean on other people when it's necessary. So, God, I pray that you fill this woman's life yes, with an abundance of people, a, a new support structure mm-hmm. to help her get through, to help her get through the days And more than that, I pray that you give her people that she can bless so she gets outside of herself. I really believe that when people are suffering, it's important for you guys to find other people who are suffering and try to help them. That's really the best advice I can give to people. Mm -hmm. But That's in the natural. God, in the spiritual, there's certain things that only you can solve. There's certain wounds that only you can heal. And that's actually a topic that Kristen and I have spoken about too, you know, together, that there are certain things that your partner in life and your friends and your family in life can help you get through. But there are also certain things that only God can heal. Mm-hmm. And so I pray, God, that you help this person. You heal these wounds. You raise her up. You make her a great woman of Christ. And you restore her entirely. It sounds weird, but when Job lost everything, you restored everything to him. And you didn't give him his wife back who had died. You didn't give him his children back who had died. But you gave him a whole new life. I pray you give this person a whole new life. Yes, this sounds like someone who's been really humbled, God. I pray that you, that she will renew her strength, that you renew her strength. Mm-hmm. You restore her in all, in all things, and you show her that her best days are yet ahead of her. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Guys, listen, no prayer is too big for God, and no prayer is too insignificant for God. So keep them coming, and thanks for these. And Father God, we pray for all these people. Who pray? Who who sent us these prayer requests yes. tonight? And we pray for all the other people who who need prayer. We pray that you honor them 
and you honor these prayers and you, you take all of these people and move them from a position where where they are asking for their prayers to be heard to a position where they're able to pray for other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, it's the most important part of what we do. This is where, oh, this is a long episode, but who cares? This is where prayer, uh, sorry, this is where Kristen is going to lead you all in the call to salvation, which is, again, not just for people who want to come into the kingdom of Christ, but also for people who want to renew their faith. All right, follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Pray that prayer. Let us know, please. Comment on the video or send us a message. Yep. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining us again. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, or I should say 7.30, excuse me, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Please do us a favor. As always, please like the page, share the page, invite your friends. This is how you can be a missionary too. We are all called to spread the gospel. Okay, that's not something just for some people. That's that's for all of us. This is a very, very easy way for you to meet that commitment, for you to, to meet that obligation. Just hit the share button. Chris and I will do all the work. All you, got, uh, all you have to do is hit share, all right? Okay, guys, thanks for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you tomorrow night again at 7.30. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.